0: Anyway, uh, 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 all right, <laughs> let's go.
1: Right in the garage. I'm Corey Cole. I'm Freddie Watt. Oh my god, we're in the same room, dude. We're in the same room together. How weird. Yeah, we didn't even. We didn't even like. I say hi. We were so busy worrying about if Oswald was gonna piss in the house after not seeing you for three months. Right. So we didn't even like shake hands or hug or fuck coronavirus. Yeah, man. Just found out an hour before we started recording that um, my kid's school is shut down for two weeks, leading right into his <laughs> his spring break. Which means he's out for three weeks straight. Yeah. It, and there's, I mean, there's still supposed to be some kind of home studies going on or whatever, but. Yeah, you know, how does we that don't, work? We don't know how it's going to work at this point. I mean, he does a lot of, we do a lot of uh, interaction with the teachers through emails and, and on uh, these websites right. that they all have. So that's already there. So it's just a matter of modifying it. He just doesn't have to get out of bed, really. I mean. Yeah. He can PJ it.
0: Sounds like Joey's going to be watching a lot of movies. <laughs> That's <laughs> the what. The next three weeks.
1: Yeah, yeah. You're probably going to hear Joey and I record something <laughs> over the next three weeks. Because I, too, am going to have some free time.
0: Yeah, me too, man. Uh, as it turns out, they're not making any movies right now.
1: They're not doing anything. That's the irony. Because everybody's home, but they got nothing to watch. Bro, I'm well, just nothing like, live anyway. Yeah,
0: I mean. I got tons of stuff. Like, like, yesterday was actually, it rained. I went outside twice. I watched, like, four
1: movies. Four movies. I, I've watched Blind Fury twice in the last two days.
0: Yeah, I watched to I I only counted as one movie, but I did watch it twice.
1: It it's one of those it's it's such a great movie. It's so fun. I hadn't seen it in a very long time. I mean it was been a couple of decades since I'd seen it, and I immediately wanted to watch it right away, but I had to go to bed. So I watched it again, half last night and then half this morning. Dude, it's eighty seven minutes. What's the runtime? It's of
0: it? uh, what is it? it? Yeah, it's 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 roughly. It's just under ninety minutes. I but think it's. It's, it's eighty six.
1: Yeah, but it moves. It does not move. Yeah, it's a quick movie. I mean, eighty six minutes isn't very long. But hey, Silver Bullet feels like it drags on forever.
0: Feels like it's eight hundred and six <laughs> minutes.
1: Yes. Um. Isn't it?
0: I don't know what the commentary is, our
1: uh,
0: our nar- episode is <laughs>
1: the narration is. Good lord. <laughs> the deleted narration is. Oh my gosh. Anyway, so oh my gosh, should we just do a Kickstarter or should we just do the no no let's do the real episode? All right. Yeah, let's do the, let's do that. So first. we're today, if you, obviously you're looking at we are covering Blind Fury. This is episode three zero. Thirty. Thirty.
0: The big three uh, The Mario.
1: Mario, look at that. Dude, not only is this a special request from you, you get the thirtieth episode of Karate in the Garage. How about that? Number thirty. Thirty. Mario, it's okay. all yours. So you can stay home with your kids because your kids are stuck. Yeah, right. <laughs> Get them all in the room and turn it up and li-
0: listen to Blind Fury. We'll try not to say anything too offensive. And you
1: know what? Is this it, it movie rated R? They say, the F word a lot, but really, there's no, there's no nudity, and the violence is very minimal.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's not a ton of it. It's the, it's sure. just a, it's,
1: it's a 1990s R rating.
0: It's it's as it's as R rated as the last Boy Scout, I think.
1: Well, yeah, but the last Boy Scout's good.
0: Yeah. I mean, doesn't this have some a little bit? Does beginning? it though? I mean, I don't know. Rucker Howard, no shirt in the Vietnam. Oh, that's true. It. I mean, I don't know. I guess that doesn't matter. No. Um, uh, I want to say it is rated R, man.
1: Rated R. Wow.
0: One hour and twenty-six minutes of rated R action.
1: Restricted. I'd say, but that again, nineteen ninety. they're they won a rated R movie because it.
0: Dude, this it, is nineteen eighty-nine. It's not even nineteen ninety. I, I thought it rolled into ninety. No, it's eighty-nine wrong okay.
1: itunes has it wrong y'all that's not a shock itunes <laughs> wrong I, by the way i like that cover a lot
0: yeah i love the original poster which so is do i so weirdly like like it, yeah
1: because the blu-ray that you have is is weird they have that weird uh, uh branding of, of the distributor that they yeah have on the front. it's
0: Shock from shock cinema
1: shock cinema shock cinema yeah dude look okay so we have we actually have i i have a Apple TV up right now we're looking at movies so I have the movie loaded but they also have the viewers also watched on Dude, the bottom.
0: I own every one of those <laughs> I own movies. own Every <laughs> fucking one.
1: Well, Rapid Fire was the one I just, I just got that from the Twilight sale that we just right. by the way we got our Kino movies. Did we both get that? Did you order one for me as well? No, no, I just ordered that one.
0: Because I'm trying to think what did you order th- for me
1: last night from Twilight. For Twilight uh, it was Cowboy. Right. And that was It. No, I think I said rapid fire. No, I thought you, you you said you were, you, you debated about getting, um, and then you Uh, said you almost got Black uh, Widow. Okay. Anyways, we're here to talk about the amazing and late and great Rutger Hauer in Blind Fury. I forgot so much about this movie and who was involved in it.
0: Yeah. I mean, there are so many people in this movie that I fucking love. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, I don't even know where to start. I mean, should we just start talking about the movie and then just get start to these people the when they pop up? Yep, let's do All that. Right. Well, we start in, in a flashback, which is always my favorite thing. Yes,
1: especially when you get in the, when you, this period of time. It's the 80s. <laughs> it's, the, it's the 80s. And again, doesn't matter if it's 89 or if it's misrepresented as 90, it was shot in 88 that, in, in 88. That's what matters. And not matter if it came out in 89 or 90, fuck it. It, came, it was shot in 88, but a lot of movies of that five, six, seven year period where there was this, this renaissance of Vietnam coverage. Yeah. And, it, and it's always the same kind of shit. It was always bringing back MIA uh, and POWs. And oh just, yeah, man. Just, I mean, it, it, the whole thing was always just ridiculous. So, no different than that, but still, ma- but it's still managed differently. Is blind fury, and it starts off with.
0: Well, first we get the first thing we see. We see we, we meet him, and we don't even see the platoon. We just we meet Nick Parker crawling through the mud, fucking blood on his eyes.
1: I forgot it happens after the right? things already happened. So he's like crawling through on his belly and. Oh, I forgot we had flashbacks in this. Oh yeah, man. It starts with a flashback <laughs> or a dream. Well, I mean it was I know there's flashbacks, but I forgot it starts with that and then it goes earlier to earlier today.
0: Yeah, right. correct. Yeah. I mean,
1: I think it's supposed
0: to be a dream where we meet him we 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 first meet him in his own nightmare.
1: Right? right? Yes. He's having a flashback. Yes.
0: Where he's wandering, you know, through the jungle and we see him <laughs> and he's fucking eyes are bleeding and there's shit going all around him and Yeah. He's got a knife drawn and calling out for somebody
1: and he, he get blood dripping from his eyes he can't see a damn thing and he, and he says it a couple of times too i can't see
0: i can't see anything frank
1: i'm saying <laughs> and i'm not trying to spoof him with my voice i just was just like yeah that's what he says but yes yeah, so there's some kind of mortar explosion and, and there's bodies everywhere and he, he just crawled through the mud separated
0: he, from his with the rest of the, you know whoever
1: yeah and he gets uh he gets scooped up by a, one of those trip nets. Yeah. And uh, he wakes up and he's got a bunch of weird shit on his eyes.
0: Yeah, man. Some sort of eucalyptus <laughs> or some sort of jungle <laughs> plants. And we go right into a training montage.
1: Yes. And you know you you, love seen, you know you're seeing an '80s movie. <laughs> yes, especially when you get a montage this early in a movie. I mean, what does it happen? This before like the going, credits? <laughs> oh my gosh! You get a montage. It's like not even eight minutes
0: into the movie. Dude, yeah, I know. The, the and you know it's funny because I'm watching the montage and the credits are rolling, and I'm trying to like look and see if people's like oh for, for remembering who's in the movie, but it's all happening over this montage, which is weird because it's a montage and there's no Robert Tepper, there's no John Parr <laughs> pump, song pumping over. This montage. It's a very quiet montage.
1: Yeah, you're not getting you're not getting any kind of uh, electric piano now, you know, man. Chords banging out while you're watching somebody. Yeah, he you no, know, he's just in there working out with with this with this Vietnam this Vietnamese man, just kind of teaching him how to handle himself and move about with the sword and just just in general, just just he's rehabbing him all the way from from his injuries. His injuries, though, seemingly only be consistent with his eyes. So, but he can't see a damn thing, so he has to retrain his whole life. Right. You never hear the man's name. Nope. That takes care of him.
0: But I think that's okay. I mean, it, I know it, it goes just, back to
1: the sort of the Zatachi, the
0: Legend of the Blind Swordman. Yeah,
1: because that's really what this is. Right. One of the things about this movie, though, that it's really interesting. Again, it moves really swiftly, and 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 I, we don't mean that by time wise, but efficient. But, but yeah, but story beats that you get in it just again this montage so early on and the interaction we have coming up soon with the villains i mean, it's like they're so they're so time wasted usually no. usually the hero comes into something that's already a mess but he happens to be there when the mess starts right and, which is another thing that makes this movie unique and it's a super bummer that more people don't know about it because it just doesn't follow the formula it's a formula there but it doesn't it just does a twist it takes a twist on it
0: yeah, it's weird because you come right out of this. You come right out of his dream flashback sequence and cut to you see a stick poking at the ground, and you know there's some fake dog poop, and then there's an alligator, and <laughs> he makes some. You know, he makes a goofy joke. Nice dog. And nice not, dog. Now we're in Florida. <laughs> yeah. Right. In modern day, we're 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 up to date. We're in 1989, Florida. Sure. And he's you know sort of. Peeling around, yeah. and you don't know why, and
1: it's it, it's like it's not like you're not angry about it. You're still kind of reeling in the fact that you just got to watch a montage six minutes into a movie, and that's pretty awesome, right? This Tells you everything you need to know. Exactly. He eventually shows up at at well, a house. Well, first he goes like, to oh. a weird bar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: And he's bar. he gets messed with by these the 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 looking band of Cuban. Hoodlums I've ever seen. Yeah, I don't. and it's so 80s because, dude they they look like they look like band of the hand extras. Yeah, or it's, t- um, it's you terrible. Know, guys I, from Menudo,
1: I, right? <laughs> I, it was like it, it fell into that whole you know, Hollywood racist thing where, hey, you know what? They're brown, so they can be this. Totally. And it's so like it. It's, it's the only cringy moment I have in the whole movie because when it happens, and I'm like, oh gosh, I forgot about Were this.
0: They, scene. Uh, yeah, where they want to fuck with the poor blind guy and they, yeah. they pour hot sauce in his burrito.
1: Yeah, so he goes, so he asked, so the guy, the one of the hoods goes over to him while Frank is sitting there at the bar. Sorry, sorry, Nick. Frank's, Frank's the guy you haven't met yet. <laughs> yeah, you'll meet Frank shortly. <laughs> and by the way, the irony of me saying Frank when we had a discussion before we got on mic was the fact that there's two different movies that Rutgers in where he plays a Nick and it was like Nick <laughs> Randall, Nick Randall from, from one of their Alive and Nick uh, Parker Nick Parker and here in blind fury. So for me to say Frank, it's just kind of stupid, but anyway. Frank, Nick, Nick Frank. So, so, so Nick is sitting at the bar getting ready to eat his shredded beef tacos, by the way, nice, nice insert shot, by the way.
0: Yeah, man, totally.
1: And uh, one of the hoods comes over there and he goes, Hey man, you want some, uh, you want some hot sauce with that? And he goes, oh, Yeah. Sure. He goes, mild or hot? Mild, please. And then, of course, he sets the mild down and douses it with the hot stuff. And he looks you know? over at
0: his buddies. <laughs>
1: and he's like laughing and he takes a bite and freezes. And then they all lose their mind. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> blind guy. And, then he's kind of a, and Nick adjusts to it and just goes, you oh, know, good. It's a little too mild for me, though.
0: Maybe something a little more macho. You know, this is the macho.
1: And, of course, Fight ensues.
0: Yeah, totally. I mean, that guy for a moment I was hoping it was Manolo from Gotcha, but it wasn't.
1: <laughs> it was not.
0: Should have been. I mean, it couldn't have been any worse. No, he's still. That offering... guy looked like one of the orphans from the Warriors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, like the one thing I do love about this movie, and we'll get into it later, is not only are these guys like ridiculous looking, like they're not badasses. They're <laughs> no. It's a thing in the eighties. Like yeah. villains, like like the you know the the hordes of villains that keep coming and coming and coming. None of them are badasses. They no. don't look like they, they they're pot bellied.
1: Yeah, <laughs> these guys were dudes in get, cheap suits. Because here's the thing: this fight happens in a bar in the daytime. That yeah. just let you know what's going on here. During Frank, lunch. Frank's just coming in for uh, a couple. Of some sorry, fuck me, dude. Or Nick, whatever, man. What do you call it, whatever you want to call him? <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) Nick, you know what? Fuck this, Rucker, Rucker, (laughs) Rucker. He just wants he just wants some tacos, man. He wants something to eat, man. You know he's parched from walking around Florida. Yeah, right. It's hot outside. He's
0: you know it's like fuck. I need something to drink and you know some tacos.
1: We have to remind everybody. I know we said a couple of times, but Frank's blind or Nick is blind. Oh, can you tell it's been a couple of months? Good God, <laughs> Nick Frank,
0: uh,
1: Rucker is blind. Rucker is blind. Yeah, man. So we, yeah, uh, so so these guys are just again, they're just they're punks and they get their asses kicked. But what's great about it is the way Nick handles himself in the fight. It's all accidental. Oh oh oh! Sorry, oh, wow, oh sorry, what's oh. going on? Oh, and, he's just and he's kicking just, the he's shit just, out of him, which is and I I loved it so much because it's only been two or three minutes of screen time since we saw him being trained during that montage right. to where we get to see what he does. But one of those traits of an eighties movie where the montage comes in, the lead into the third act, that's not happening here. And you also don't get to see anything in it until it towards the end of the third act. No, you're getting that stuff. Boom, boom, boom yep. again, not, not taking any cues from things that have already been made. No, They're
0: setting a tone.
1: Yep. Wonderful stuff. And then the next thing, you know, he's at this house and he's knocking on the door. Right. And we're like, what the hell? Then Meg Foster. Okay. Yeah. Meg Foster answers the door. I, and I've never, I've never been able to get past her eyes. Yeah, man. Cause they, they're awesome. They drive me nuts. <gasps> And it's it says, I'm fixated. on like going, wait, what did she say? Because <laughs> I'm like. Oh. Well, but she's
0: like that in every movie. She's in, right. She, dude, because, yeah. But she's like an 80s staple, which is weird right. in this movie. Because I think at the time she was actually married to Terry O'Quinn. Were they married at the time? I believe so. Wow. I think they were married when this movie was made.
1: Oh, are you saying that Terry O'Quinn's in this movie? Possibly. He's in, he's. And he what's played, his character's he, name? He's Nick. <laughs> his name's Frank. Frank Devereaux. Frank Devereaux. So uh, he shows up at this house and Meg Foster answers the door. And, you know, he starts having conversations like, oh, I'm looking for Frank Devereaux. And uh, uh, that he's not here, you know.
0: Well, we're, uh, I've come a long way. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh.
1: We are in Vietnam together.
0: I've come from 1974.
1: Oh. And what's so funny is, is the conversation that she's having with him it, it just seems, it's really weird how she's kind of reacting to him. Yep. But when he, she invites him in the house and he comes in, there's a photograph of the two of, of, of Frank. And him. And him on the wall. Like, you don't recognize him? You've been staring at it for 25 years. <laughs> how do you not recognize the guy's face? Yeah, it's weird. I, yeah, I wasn't sure if
0: she was, you know, supposed to be playing like, like there was some, you know, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. For sure. Like, yeah. I was like, okay, whatever.
1: Um, yeah. And then that kid comes busting out. Oh, yeah. The, the, kid, the kid. What's the kid? What's his name again? Dizzy Gillespie. Oh, I mean, well, Billy. Billy. <laughs> Dizzy Gillespie. Dizzy Gillespie. His, his name's Frank also. <laughs> Frank Jr. <laughs> uh, you
0: know, let's just call him Brandon. Brandon Cole. All
1: right, Brandon Cole. That's fair. Yeah. Brandon Cole, who has very blonde hair in this, but it's bottle blonde. Not oh, like, yeah, man. Not like peroxide, but just... I put I sprayed some sun in in my hair and I went outside. Yeah, totally. Sun in for you people that are over 45. Yeah, man, that and lemon juice. <laughs> Get lemon all juice. over that shit. And this this kid you'll recognize with much darker hair in the television show on ABC, Step by Step.
0: Right. I mean, he's also in Ford Fairlane. Is he was he fucking Ford? Yeah, Fairlane. man. He's the kid in Ford
1: Fairlane. I don't remember the. Ki- I don't remember a kid. He's like Ford a goofy
0: Fairlane. sidekick who you know keeps running. Hey, Ford! Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that sounds. About I right. mean, I barely remember that movie. Shit.
1: Do you know I have it in the room? It cost me like three bucks on Blu-ray, just because it was like super sale. I think I found it in Iraq somewhere. What Ford Fairlane? Yeah.
0: Oh, dude, you know it's really. Do you know how many times high. I've watched it? Zero. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's very hard movie to find. Apparently.
1: Maybe I should sell it.
0: <laughs> I don't know. was yeah, gonna buy Brand- it, Brandon Call is called the kid. In Ford
1: Fairlane, that's his, he's just called his name. The, kid. the kid. Yep. Now, technically, he's like he. How does? How does he just goes by Ford Fairlane in the movie?
0: Yeah, Ford. That's his name.
1: I hate one of the things I hated about the movie. Well, I don't get that. Fuck that movie. Not, we're gonna talk about Blind Fury and its awesomeness.
0: Yeah, let's talk about Blind Fury. So we, now he's, the kid comes out and he, you know he's making little shitty jokes about blind guys. Yeah,
1: waving his hand in front of. <laughs> in front of Nick's nice face. to meet you. Yeah. Nice to meet you, Billy. <laughs> yeah on but this is the typical thing that you get you usually get this thing setting up because we are going to have this relationship that it seems to be so poorly started it's going to come together in the end because it's a hollywood movie it's and it's the 80s and it's this is what happened in the 80s it may be the tail whip end of the 80s but still still it's very
0: 80s 80s yeah 80s didn't really end until about 92 (laughs) that's
1: true I'm just saying, film-wise. Film, wise. film well, yeah, music. gets big because everything got greenlit towards the end there. It didn't get made till then. It's fine. It's all the same movie, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of how it happened. Every decade bleeds into the next decade.
1: Right. From there, we, we cut away to, um, do we actually know it's Reno?
0: Yeah, we do, because we, it says Reno, Nevada, the world's f- largest little city. Frank. And we see, yeah. We, we Then look, there's Devereaux, and he said, we're like, who is this guy? And he's being dangled out a window yeah. by some thugs we can imagine he's just
1: been hanging out and like wait is that is that Terry O'Quinn I can't I guess it is he's upside down but I think that's him by the way he is he is uh, credited as Terrence yeah O'Quinn in this I think he
0: was was he still Terrence I thought he was Terry in the stepfather but maybe it was, and that was just right
1: there Right. It was a couple years
0: before, like 87 yeah. or something. Yeah. But yeah, Terrence O'Quinn, I guess he was trying to become respectable. I'm not doing after it. After playing the stepfather.
1: I'm not doing a third stepfather movie. I'm
0: not doing it, man. <laughs> they can get that guy that played RoboCop three to play me. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> wow. Nobody remembers him or g- g- Gary Graham. Who cares? Uh, <laughs>
1: By the way, speaking of RoboCop, the awesome Derek Mirrors just did a RoboCop commercial
0: uh, here. I have I've, I've not seen it yet. Oh, it's
1: great. Yeah, I forget what the fuck it's for. I'm
0: still not over the RoboCop chicken commercial. Which one was that? Uh, where RoboCop plays Colonel Sanders, Peter Weller.
1: Oh yeah, that's not okay. Yeah, I'm okay with it. I'm not. It's not okay.
0: It's not any worse than Norm McDonald playing Colonel
1: Sanders. No, I'm not. I'm not concerned with the Colonel Sanders aspect of it. I'm concerned with the RoboCop aspect of it. Peter Weller is better than that. Yeah, well, you know, Norm's not. Norm. Norm was perfect for it, though. Yeah, I, sure. One of the things that would mean that thing I so fun. I see Richard Lewis play Colonel Sanders. That's what was fun. They should have just kept, kept the, the But they the, were. The, that's the, what they were doing, right? Well, no. And then they just. They I mean, stopped a Robocop? Yeah.
0: Because he fucking killed it. It was it. Nobody wanted it. It was like, fuck, I don't know. <laughs> he robo-killed it. He robo-killed He shot all those chickens.
1: Based on some, some expositional dialogue, we find out that he's some kind of chemist. That right, Terry Quinn's the kind of chemist. Oh well, yeah. By the way, he's the Frank of the movie. I haven't said that yet. He's Frank Devereaux. Frank Devereaux. He's the he's the reason why I keep tripping over and calling Nick Frank. That is correct. Devereaux, because because Terry Quinn really looks like he might be French. Yeah, absolutely. Not yeah. even uh, French uh, Canadian. No,
0: he's like Louis. He's from Louisiana.
1: <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah, man. So the movie starts in it's in K-G. Florida.
0: K-G. Or maybe it's Louisiana. They don't really ever say uh, where it's know, at. It could they, have been Louisiana because it was a crocodile or an alligator. I've so it might uh, have been Louisiana. But they never say where they were. No, nope, I just assumed it was Florida, but it probably was New Orleans. I'm so, going. I'm just going to say it was. So,
1: and Reno, the so, makes so, sense. so Reno is the only location that we know of. And we just assume that they were in Vietnam because it was Vietnam.
0: <laughs> well, we know they were in Viet- well, We know they were in somewhere. In, maybe they were in uh, Guam. I don't know. But it was some uh, Pacific island. Yeah. Uh, but, so he, but they that. say
1: Vietnam later. We know that they're in Reno. They're in Reno. So, they, you know, they threaten him, you know.
0: But it's all of our favorite people in the world. Randall Tex Cobb is there. Uh, and and by Noble the way,
1: Willingham is there. And if you've ever thought that Randall Tex Cobb had that thing in his, that cigar in his mouth in Raising Arizona was just a shtick. No. It's the same thing. Same cigar. Oh, same absolutely. Thing. Yeah. And it's it comes into play later on So you see it. It's not it's. It's a prop in the in the movie dude, as well.
0: Rental Tex Cobb is the kind of like a, a odd hero for me because I love him and he's dude, in I, three movies that I and I know you hate the Golden Child. But I don't hate it. I just don't like it. Yeah, it's not. There's not much to like about it. it, a, but it, it. I do have fun. numsey <laughs> Uh yeah. But yeah, so we got him Cobb with his cigar in his mouth, chomped down. And
1: oh, and dude, I'm this is this is probably my favorite henchman pairing of any movie like in the history of movies yeah rick overton and nick cassavetes and it's, yeah i'm like dude dude they're so perfect together and by the way rick overton i should note, you know i i worked with him briefly on on charm when he played at a guest spot on it the one time that i worked on it and he and i became talky talk after that we i not lost touch with him but he's a good dude but he's not short He's not super tall, but when he's in sitting next to Nick Cassavetes, I'm going, like, damn, dude, is Nick that tall? He is. Yeah, he seems, he's tall. He's he seems like tall. Six, five. Yeah. When there's, but they're so great Rick, you know, Rick's got the long hair with the cowboy hat, and Nick is just dude. He's, he's a Cassavetes, dude. It's just that's and, all there's to say about it.
0: And the guy who's running the whole thing, Noble Willingham, Yes, dude, I mean this is this is right before he made Last Boy Scout.
1: Oh my gosh! And they, right
0: after Good Morning Vietnam,
1: and he's same. It's the same.
0: It's the same role. Same role. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They probably saw this and then cast him. Tony Scott probably was like, oh, let can't just cast that
1: guy. I can't think that that, that was that it. Didn't go in that order because he's perfect in this movie and he's perfect in Last Boy Scout. Yeah, and he's pretty damn great. And Good Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, as he's well.
0: the general. He's got a couple good lines. Yeah, what's his line to uh, son? The shadow of your ass weighs five pounds. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: He's wonderful. Yeah. Anyway, so they make some kind of comment about the wife and the kid. You know, them they're dangling them out the, you know, off the. Right. Like, where is it? Yeah. yeah. Do, they, and do they say where they're living at that point? They, or do they just di- say south. They say the south. And then the next thing you know. What the fuck does that mean when you're in Reno? The south means Arizona. Los Angeles. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mexico. Like, oh, maybe that was a Los Angeles swamp we were looking at. Uh,
0: I guess. Maybe it was Disney Ranch. <laughs>
1: that works. Get the alligator! Somebody
0: bring out the gator! Oh, there he is! Uh, yeah, so like, uh, so now we see. There's a weird time cut. I didn't quite understand. We cut back to there, and then then we cut back to Rucker Hauer, right? Right. And, and obviously, there's and some Meg time pass because right? yeah. But, and now there's suddenly there's people showing up.
1: Yeah, it's weird because the with the, the cops, the Reno, the Reno things at night, right? So the next day, yeah, and then so, but now it's daylight. But you just have to assume it's the next day. Yeah, he spent the night there. There's there's no real transition until You just have to kind of roll with it. Yeah, But but it is kind of weird.
0: That way I can make up my story that Nick probably banged Meg Foster overnight.
1: (laughs) I'll show you a blind man. I just
0: want to see blind Because I you know, here's some kind of... Because you can't really tell what he's looking for Frank Devereaux. Does he want to kill him? Right. Does he want to just see him? He's my buddy. You can't see him because he's blind. Right. But, uh, you know, what's the deal? Because we don't know. We don't. We don't know if he left
1: him. He feels betrayed. Whatever there's a knock at the door and there's some police and they're looking for Billy. They're looking for the kid. Yeah. And by the way, Billy, the kid.
0: Billy, the kid. Oh,
1: is that too obvious? No. Not all right. At all. Whatever. So knock at the door and a couple of cops there and kind of like in, in very much, very security guard. Yeah, uniforms. man. It, totally. They kind of, they kind of, it's kind of, they, I don't know if they didn't, couldn't find the right costumes at the costumes shop or I don't, I don't I know. I don't know, man. The so wardrobe got it wrong. They fucked it up. So the door was a little wider. And, oh my gosh, it's Randall. Randall text cops, text smoking cop, a cigar. Smoking a cigar. I'm like, oh, either these cops aren't really cops or they're just dirty cops. So they kind of pushed their way in. Nick's still chilling on the couch because, you know, he's blind. Right. And, um, they start basically verbally accosting Meg Foster about, yep. you know, about looking for Billy. He's like, oh, he's a witness to something. <laughs> To what? To witness to my foot. You never in his mind.
0: Ass. <laughs> you just tell us where he's at, and lady. It,
1: and it gets super. It goes super. It goes bad real quick. Yeah, really fast. Again, a very efficient movie. Boom. <laughs> and then at one point, Frank gets up. Damn it, motherfucker! Nick gets up. <laughs> Nick gets up. <laughs> Nick is on the couch and goes, "What can I do? What's going on, officer?" And he's kind of like patting his hand on Randall Tex Cobb, just kind of feeling him around. And they're basically busting his balls again. It, it turns really nasty really fast, and then he's calling him a blind man or whatever. They're making fun of him.
0: Right, but I mean, and then and then he just literally take, pulls out a shotgun and
1: fucking shoots Meg Foster dead. Just shoots right in the side, and you're like, what the, what just happened? Wh- right, like, what? where'd that come from? And then Billy comes running in the room, because they were they, were, they were trying to push him off the side, saying Billy's off farting around with his friends or whatever. Right. I'm just trying to protect him. And I know Billy was just in the other room. That's we what had, a
0: shotgun blast will do. It'll bring
1: kids right out of wherever they're supposed to be hiding. <laughs> hey, what's that what, noise? Like, what, somebody just shoot my mom. That sounds like a noise I should be running towards. Yeah,
0: I always. Like, dude, <laughs> when shotguns went off in my house, always the first one there. First responder. <laughs> <laughs> Billy was a first responder. He grew up to be an ambulance driver, chaser, <laughs> driver. Billy,
1: you son of a bitch. Billy, oh Ben, yep, Whatever. yep, there he is. Billy. So Billy comes in, and goes, "Oh, I forget what the fuck," and then Nick gets up. Like I guess he's he's up and he opens up. But you know, I should point this out: before he gets up, no, oh, no, he was already on the couch. He got up. Oh, we got out of his order. He didn't get out. He didn't get up yet. He got up when they shot her. Yeah, he because she fell back into the couch, yep. and then, and then that's when he kind of like you do the insert shot and you see him kind of open up his cane. <gasps> oh my gosh, that's that sword he was working out with. Yeah, ma'am. Oh, he's gonna samurai these motherfuckers! Oh, he's blind swordsman. Yep. Weird. What? Boom! And he ducks around and the corner. He gets up and starts fucking people up. But unlike what he did in the bar, oh, he's yeah. very, very deliberate in this. He's going for broke too. Yep. He's like, there's
0: no, this isn't, this is no playtime. These aren't like little, these yep. aren't, these aren't like some dumb little hoodlums
1: nope. that you know need to be taught a lesson. This yep. is life or death yep. shit. Cut off that crooked cop's hand, dude. That's the back. Just cut it right off, dude. And it just falls to the ground. The bread is still oh. holding up <laughs> Finger squeezing. It's so good. And then everybody gets all jacked up. And then, uh, yeah, he takes care of business.
0: Yeah, and Tex Cobb jumps out the window
1: on his line. Right. That
0: butter knife ain't going to stop no bullet.
1: And he goes right out the window. Yeah, he just he punks out. And then Lynn, Meg Foster's character, kind of leans as she's dying, leans into to Nick and says, you have to take him to his father. You have to take him to Reno. Where the c- Reno? Who's Reno?
0: The, the city Reno.
1: A werewolf. A werewolf. <laughs> oh, so they're like, what the? It's so the whole situation is so bizarre. Now, I mean, dude, that's it. That's the end of Act One, dude. Yeah, done. Act One's over. It's over nine, ten minutes. Like it it's just-
0: yeah, fifteen minutes tops. We've been watching this movie, and we're already on. We're now we're headed. We're gonna get on a bus. We're
1: already on the road. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, Midnight Run isn't that efficient. Nope. Midnight Run takes 30 minutes to get on the road. And it's two hours
0: and seven minutes yes. long.
1: Yeah. And we will be covering because it's fucking awesome.
0: Yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, so now they got to go. This, dude, this is a really kind of funny, weird thing. Like, I was watching this yesterday and uh, when they go to the bus terminal, right? So, like, you know, the kid, of course, doesn't want to go. And I don't understand why the kid doesn't understand that his mom's dead. Right? <laughs> I want to see my mom. Well, you saw her. She's
1: fucking dead, Billy. <laughs> So did you not see her guts hanging you out on the couch? See her, like
0: you didn't see her like whisper to me as her like life force ran out of her and she bled out in the living room. Yeah. Did you ignore all that? He's in denial, Billy. Yeah. I'm oh, not having a father. Yeah.
1: That's that's what happens. What so happened
0: when your dad runs away, <laughs> fucking Reno with Lisa
1: Albaker, making crystal meth for the guy from Last Boy Scout. Blue
0: crystal for <laughs> Nova Willingham
1: <laughs> to sell in
0: the Last Boy Scout.
1: Yeah. Breaking Bad. Sell so to Billy Blanks. Blue Man. <laughs> That's right. Ain't hey, life a bitch? Oh my gosh, dude! I remember at the beginning of that movie, I'm like, "What just happened?" <laughs> I was like, "What? What is this again?" Yeah, totally. I was like, "Yeah, it was the craziest."
0: That was one of the best beginnings ever. We'll yep. have to talk about that movie too. Yes, uh, because it wasn't Tony Lisa Scott It was Lisa Blount, who Lisa is uh, Blount, right? Who's shacked up with Frank somewhere in Reno? Yeah. who who, Yeah, he's kind of a fun part in this. She was in a lot of stuff too, man. Yeah. She's in Prince of darkness.
1: Yeah. She's, she's good in this. And when she shows up, I'm like, Oh yeah.
0: For the longest time, man, she was just the dirty whore from (laughs) officer to gentleman (laughs) who sent Mayo buddy to the fucking rafters to hang
1: himself. So ridiculous. Right. But that's all I could remember her as broke his heart. And I, (sighs) dude, by the way, man, Two, david keith not keith listen, david yes two episodes in a row now kickstart from three days ago right
0: you keep mentioning officer and gentleman.
1: why and, and, and because it's because dude look have do i not have deborah winger on the mind I, I got black widow yesterday
0: yeah totally love lifts us up where we belong
1: yeah she's the best part of that, that movie anyway which one black widow yeah because what's your face is terrible
0: teresa russell yeah she's no good God, you know, it's on the bubble. That movie for me, I always want to buy it, and I just keep not buying it.
1: She's a she's a poor man's uh, Rebecca De Mornay,
0: very poor man's Rebecca De Mornay, <laughs> which says a lot. Wasn't she married to Nick Rogue? Teresa Russell, she's married to somebody, some some director like that. I don't know. Chuck, send Russell. me a letter and tell me I'm wrong.
1: <laughs> I don't care. Uh,
0: yeah. So now we're are we in? We're now that we're we're getting on a bus. They're getting on well, the yeah, bus. Well, yeah, we're at, we're
1: at the we're at the rest stop right now. At what, yeah, we gotta run the bus. bus station. Yeah, we're at the bus station. Move on, but but they're at a rest stop, and then that's when. But there were some funny moments in there, right? Right, like when he's like, oh, he's like, I'm not going anywhere, and the and cop rolls up, and he we falls. Well, yeah, well, there's a whole bit that there's that, and then when they get to well, the, before they get in on the, there's one rest stop he falls in the mud and all that shit, right? Oh yeah, um, there's some really funny comedic moments on their way at the beginning yeah. of, the, of the road of their road it's trip. It's like the hero's journey, yeah.
0: To, and it's very lone wolf and cub,
1: but yeah, yeah, he gets super shitty with him with, with Nick and until he finally just says, "All right, well." This You're kid, on your own. This kid's not figuring it out. <laughs> your mom's dead. They do your this, But they don't say it. They do this rad crane shot, and they pull up, and you just hear music, and you just watch the, watch them react as they're pulling further away. Because you you, know, well, you don't need to hear a conversation. You know no. what he's telling them. You know what he's telling them. I'm your real father. <laughs> he's not telling them that shit. She's dead. Your mom's dead. That's mom's it. Mom's dead. Billy. Yeah. So, so now I'm going to take you to your father who doesn't want you. <laughs> now we're going to find your father, Frank Devereaux. <laughs> Who's in Reno? Because Reno, in 1988, is the place you want to be when you're a child?
0: Yeah, man, <laughs> totally. Who wouldn't? I mean, Dude, I gotta what's say,
1: the, who wants to be in Reno now? <laughs> I mean,
0: I've been I've been in Reno lots of times when I was a kid. My grandparents we, every summer we'd stay there, and we end up going on like a road trip, and we would go Reno or Lake Tahoe, and they would do like man. a couple days gambling. We'd camp, and it was crazy and fun. Weird. Never Billy. saw any blind samurais though. Or oh, if nice. I did, I didn't know. Because they're pretty private, a bit. They are.
1: Yeah. They, they well, you, you know. wouldn't know if they were well, good. But based by the way this movie ends, you can tell they're very private men. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, Billy freaks the fuck out. He does, I'm not believing you. And then he runs across the street to this cornfield. By the way, the double that they used to give. Six foot <laughs> I tall. I go, what? how tall was that
0: person? I mean, I, I was like, wow. They couldn't even find, like, a child or, like, a, or a girl. Or girl that's on the set. Somebody. Uh yeah, it was pretty funny. So he
1: runs in the cornfield as Nick is trying to like figure out where he got where he went. He's got to cross this highway. He's like using his super hearing because you know, dun, 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 you know dun, that dun, rule dun, dun, about dun, people dun, dun, that have, dun, 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 yeah, they have super hearing. Yeah, of course, and super senses. I can smell everything. Well, they couldn't smell the truck full of thugs that were behind him. Nope. As he's getting ready to cross the street and fall and try to find the kid, so now guess what? Slag, Randall T- Tex Cobb, and his crew have tracked down. Yeah, I don't know how the fuck they followed him other than to say, "Where's the bus going next?" Yeah, totally. But how would you know they got on a bus? Yeah, Not you a know lot you of never out of town. because you know they were canvassing cause
0: the, cause they were canvassing the airport and they obviously didn't fly.
1: <laughs> I don't know what happened there, but in any case, uh, they're after the kid too, and they had this whole thing going on in a cornfield. It's a really odd location. It's
0: pretty great though. I mean, it it's, is. It's it, it's
1: well done. It, it's um,
0: very Hitchcock.
1: North by Northwest.
0: Yeah, totally.
1: They end up snagging the kid. You know, um, but in the middle of all that, Nick s- uses his super hearing to track down some of the thugs, yeah. and he's dispatching him s- samurai style. Yeah, man, in the cornfield. But in midst of all this, you, Slag's already picked up the kid. He's got him sitting in some fucking outhouse in the middle of the cornfield. Yeah, he's got him
0: in an irrigation shed.
1: If <laughs> he's sitting up on top of it. Well, the kids, well we we just assume the kids down there. We don't know.
0: Right. We don't know what's we, happened to the kid. Yeah.
1: We just know that he's up in that that uh He's got a nice
0: view of the cornfield, so he, he should be able to everything. see any movement.
1: And then he sees what he thinks is Nick out in the cornfield, but really what it is is super smart Nick. He's using the scarecrow and put all his crap on there to make it which is so weird because why would he know somebody's like? There's <laughs> like a vantage point. i like, sitting at a vantage point looking for him. I don't know. It's weird. Anyway, so he puts it up a couple of times. Randall's like throwing shotgun shells at yeah, him. Yeah, man, he's
0: shooting double odd buck off into the corner. Yeah.
1: <laughs> up and down, he keeps putting the schedule. yeah. because
0: it just looks cool. It doesn't matter. if oh, it no, makes it's, any sense. Oh no, it's great. He's racking that shotgun with one hand. But Ugh.
1: it's it you you don't. It's I'm what all, bad guys do in the '80s? I need to say this after after I made the comment about doesn't make any sense and I'm, I'm only at this moment right now thinking about it rationally. in the moment i'm not thinking about it. i think it's it's rad when it happens but i'm not it's not like silver bullet where i'm constantly going what the fuck is going on who's this who's that there's, there's those those aren't post movie thoughts <laughs> those are no, in the totally. moment i'm like i don't know what's going on this movie i'm having a post thought about how how weird it was but in the movie again watching it a second time doesn't bother me
0: yeah, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that, dude, this is why I love 80s movies, yes. especially the 80s action movies, because yep. they do create, somebody should put Randall Tex Cobb in a movie now, before he's too old. Oh, dude. He's 70. I can't believe
1: the Coens haven't used him again for something. He's 70 is he right really now. that old? Yeah, born 1950. People don't know this too, uh, at least the ones that aren't old enough. He, he used to be a boxer.
0: He fought Larry Holmes for yep. the title yep. and got beaten to death hey, for so like
1: 15 rounds. When
0: he showed up in,
1: in Raising Arizona, I'm like,
0: holy shit. What was the first movie? Starring Randall Tex Cop.
1: This is the Raising Arizona was the first one I recognized him from being a boxer. I don't know what he did before.
0: Uncommon Valor is the first one. Oh I ever, shit. I
1: take that back. Yeah. Yes. That's nice. the first movie Dude, I that's, was like
0: that's 85? eighty five? No, it's eighty three. Three? Yeah. It was the first really? movie I think he made after. I think he fought Larry Holmes in eighty two or eighty one.
1: Okay, real quick, give me the rundown of the cast. Gene Hackman.
0: Patrick Swayze? Patrick Swayze. Fred
1: Ward. Fred Ward, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Brown. Red Brown. Captain America OG. Yeah. Uh,
0: guy, who else? There's a couple other people. Tex Cobb. Yep. Um, That's it.
1: That's the five, though.
0: Yeah, there's one more. But, and who and, and It's the guy who plays the wrestling coach in Vision Quest. Harold Sylvester, I think. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yep. I always get it mixed up. Anyway, it, it goes back to, again, Vietnam movies. Yeah. And at the time where, and that was like sort the of was that the first one after, I mean it was the first one after the second well, rambo it was like movie. the deer hunter I know but 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 I meant like you mean in the, eight, the 80s but stuff but but I mean like it, but it, it was after first blood I mean returning to get POWs is yep. what I'm saying so first blood part 2 and then this no, one No came.
0: that came before first blood part 2 Did it It came after first blood like like the same year probably or one year cuz the uh, second rambo didn't come out till 85
1: Yeah I 85 sit, I got the other room, 85 85 in the garage uh Right. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, he's on top of the shed, double lo- pumping, shooting scarecrows, and it, obviously it's we we get we get a punch in, so we realize that oh wait wait a second that's not that's not Nick yeah I'm like because why isn't he getting why isn't he going down
0: yeah dude because he's bulletproof
1: monk he hits it more blind sword. No, it doesn't matter. Uh, and so, so he finally makes his way like, Oh my gosh. And then Nick is right there. And then he, he, he takes out his sword. He cuts down. It cuts through some two by fours, two by fours, some foundational four by four posts. And he, and he drops a shed, drops the shed and slag with it. And he falls down and, and bounces and bounces and literally and then, bounces. Yes. <laughs> and, he and He bounces. Um, uh, but no, he doesn't bounce bounce. He gives him. He gives him some sword action.
0: Yeah, he gives him a cut across the face. Yeah, you cut well, But, no, the but he,
1: he does a couple of things, and he assumes he's dead. Right. But he is not. We discover later. Because or do he, we? We do.
0: Oh, I know. Oh, right. He really. He's got a bulletproof vest on.
1: Yes, we see that. But it, but it wasn't until after after he finds the kid. Nick finds this kid in the one part of the irrigation shed that didn't completely collapse. Conveniently didn't collapse. He's underneath the bench or something. (laughs) Yeah, he's underneath where you take your shoes off when you're checking the pump.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. I've been in lots of irrigation sheds, never seen one like that inside. But hey, man, it's cool. It's the 80s. It's a movie. We don't care. It was a good place to stash the kid.
1: Yep. And it looked cool when he fell off of it. Yep. Does he jump to... Yeah, yeah mean, they get to Reno, but yeah, but at this point yeah, it, com- you know he's calling him. You know Billy's calling him Uncle Uncle
0: Nick, Uncle Nick, Uncle Nick.
1: Again, another eighties. Love you, Uncle move. Nick. It's very much
0: like the Champ. Yeah. Champ, don't die, Champ. It turns into he turns into Rick
1: Schroeder a little right. bit. Oh, I'll do that fucking
0: movie. It's a little bit like there's a, there's a few of these movies. There's there's the Champ. There's over the top. Yes, which gets into that a little bit, and then this, which is yes, probably see, but better probably,
1: than. But, but uh, at least with at least with with Ricky Schroeder. He tore you up. Yeah, totally, In that movie. Uh, Tony didn't cry when he saw The Champ. The kid, the kid with an over-the-top... David Mendenhall? Nothing for me. Nothing. Lincoln Hawk? Yes, Lincoln Hawk. Dude, by the way, that's something else about the 80s. They always had these dumb names that people would never be named in real life. Yeah, totally. So stupid.
0: I mean, Nick Parker's pretty good. I knew a few Nick Parkers. Nick
1: Parker's a a real name. That's legit.
0: Yeah, man. Nick Randall's legit. Nick Randall. Nothing. Frank Devereaux. Not so legit. I well, <laughs> Maybe. If you live in New Orleans, I'm sure that. there's a lot of Frank I, Devereaux. I
1: got a feeling that Devereaux might be just a kind of nod to a friend or something like that. But
0: Yeah, man. Or they cast somebody else and he fell out at the last minute and they got Terry O'Quinn. Uh, Terrence. Terrence O'Quinn. <laughs> Terrence. Terrence O'Quinn. Oh, Terrence. I have to ask uh, Tim Matheson where the name Frank Devereaux came from. Why? Uh, Tim, Tim Madison produced this movie. Oh, did he? Yeah, he's the one who got it. Uh he he's yeah. There's uh, we'll talk about it at the end, but yeah. Did not know that. Oh yeah. Uh mm-hmm.
1: all right. We'll get to Reno. And biggest uh, little city
0: in the world. And uh they drive right under the sign. Right. <laughs> Established Reno.
1: They pull up to they do this crazy shot where they have <laughs> a close up of the apartment door that says F Devereaux. And they pull back and they Hand over, and then that's when the taxi or whatever the fuck it is, oh, the truck, the truck is driving away. Um, and I know it was a truck, and there's communication, some ADR, or I should say, some just uh, some looped in guy talking because I had the closed caption on. It says truck driver as he's speaking, and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, so <clears throat> Nick grabs Billy, and I grabs him. He's come on, let's go. He's like, no, he doesn't want to see me. He doesn't love me. <laughs> look how... who's my mom Nick <laughs> look you little fucker I told you she's dead <sighs> they probably already got her in the morgue right now she's dead man mom's dead she's dead she's on a slab she's yeah uh, so they, <laughs> they they walk up to but by the way this, come on have you ever lived in an apartment where your name was on the door nope no not even on the buzzer only in movies yeah F Devereaux
0: F Devereaux <laughs>
1: Hey, is this Frank? As they knock on the door, and
0: who's there? It's hey. it's Frank's girlfriend, Annie. Yeah, man. Played by the wonderful Lisa Blount. Yes.
1: And she's super cute, and then she's got this typical, you know, Bobby she's kind of blonde the glasses, hair. dude. Yep. Yep.
0: Yeah, and you're like, why in the hell is she with Terrence? Right. Terrence? And you, and you, and my, well, you
1: should point out, though, we we saw her earlier in the movie. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, when she was, when. We saw them to. Frank was. Before. Frank was basically in the basement. Yes. And Somewhere. She ended up bringing him a big box of unopened uh, cigars. Right. Yeah.
0: So we have seen her, but we didn't know who she was at that right. point. But right. now we realize. We, oh, just, we just. They knew, lived together.
1: Right. We knew she was a friendly, and that's all we knew. So uh, she goes, "Oh, who's this?" And he goes, oh, like again, another odd thing. And I'm pretty sure about this. Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. She doesn't recognize that Nick. That well, Billy. Is a uh, Frank's kid? Yeah,
0: maybe Frank didn't talk about his kid because Fr- he's kind of like that deadbeat dad. Frank's a fucker. Yeah, totally. Well, that's why you don't know whether Nick is like wants to kill Frank or be friends with Frank, or we don't know what his well, motivation yeah, you for don't, fighting Frank is. You other don't. Than you left me in the swamp.
1: Right. You don't know if this is if this is like a is it uh, a revenge movie a real a real life house? Yeah, where Big Ed's coming back. Could be. We don't know. <laughs> you, you left me out, in the, right. you me out in the jungle, you son of a bitch. Yeah, exactly. We don't yeah. know what's happening. He's going to go up there and take out I a sword told to his penis. I told you to kill me. Cut off his <laughs> penis. What?
0: told you to kill me.
1: Oh, geez. So, Annie's like going, oh, yeah, come on in and then explain this. Obviously, I don't remember if we get the exposition of them explaining what's going on, but she agrees, like, I'll take you to Frank. I'll take you to Frank. At this point, I mean, gosh, how far we're barely into the second act of this the first act is goes fast and hell, the third act goes quick too. Yep. The second act's always the biggest part of your movie, but it's it's a it is more than the usual bulk of this movie is is oh the, yeah the road trip and then just getting to that final countdown at, at the end up at the uh, uh, at the resort.
0: Well she is gonna take them and then suddenly
1: Oh yeah. McCready's dudes are showing up and trying to snag them. Yeah.
0: It's, uh, and it's our buddies again, Overton and, uh,
1: right. Again, escaping. Nick Cassavetes. Yeah. Those of you unfamiliar, Nick Cassavetes is the son of John Cassavetes and also the director of The Notebook.
0: Yeah. Yep. He's a, he's, but he was before that and he will always be (laughs) the dickhead from The Wraith. Yes. (laughs) I loved him, dude. Is like, he's in all these weird 80s movies, this quiet, cool. The Wraith, always kind of playing, like, the same guy. Uh, yeah, it's, so it's funny that, like, you know, he became the But he also directed Alpha Dog, which I think is pretty good.
1: I think Alpha Dog's good. Yeah, I like an uh, Acquaintance of mine, Matt Berry, he did the casting for The Notebook and for Alpha Dog. Mm-hmm. And I think Matt actually co-produced it with him. But Matt is in The Notebook. He's the doctor.
0: Oh, I've never seen it.
1: Yeah, I know him because we're Kings fans. Gotcha. Los Angeles Kings fan. That's Sacramento. No one's a fat Sacramento Kings fan.
0: Sacramento's not even a real city. Uh, but they do talk about it in this movie during the they last do. Season. Yeah, you can hear it when they're at the bus station. And yeah. we're going to Carmichael, Sacramento. Because they're going to San Francisco at the end. I'm spoiling the end. Uh-oh. Hold on. on, on. They t- I mentioned San Francisco. So anyway, uh yeah. So like now, so, so they
1: escape. the escape the hoods again. Well, they're taken.
0: It, they're taken by them, right? Aren't they? And they they're in the van. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That that whole bit, and they get away from them. Just some great moments in there. I don't want to give them away because they're fun.
0: Some super silly, like yeah. only in the eighties kind of yes. thing. Yes, like yeah. the old lady with the forty four mag. Yes, and uh, you know and. Dude, just the fact that these guys are manhandling and throwing Bro, like, these
1: old women in the street. Is like, when when Cassavetes grabs the passenger out, yeah! I'm like going, oh my gosh, it's not a stunt woman, dude. You're killing that <laughs> so, old woman. Just, you know she had to go to the like, emergency room after that because he just pulled her arm out of the socket. I don't know. There's times when there's doubles using this that don't make any sense. There's times oh, yeah. I'm like, man, you should have used that guy. You had to go walk in the cornfield. Stand in for that old lady.
0: Absolutely, or had the old lady stand for the kid. Yeah, because she's more his height. <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's okay, man. It's all good fun. So right, they throw. But, it. Yes,
1: I don't want to. There's a couple of moments in there that that are really fun. I just kind of leave it. for Yeah, the I audience don't want to ruin enjoy. those things
0: either because they make me
1: laugh. So they decide. You know, Annie tells them because so the, the one it ends with them driving off with Annie, Annie, Nick, and Billy in the in the van that they were accosted in. <laughs> right. right? So they go the off van. and and he and says, uh, hey, you stay with my friend Colleen. Yeah. So they go to Colleen's house or a uh, uh, trailer.
0: Yeah, in some weird trailer park outside of Reno because that's where, you know, I don't, and I couldn't tell if Colleen was like a stripper or a hooker or I did see that I've never seen anybody do yoga in a smaller space
1: while she's watching it on television. This is, this is a single wide it's not a double. No, I mean, it's not even that.
0: It's a motor home. It's, yes, not, it's not a mobile what home. What I mean, it's, like it's, like
1: a, it's the equivalent to that kind of yeah, shallow. Yeah, it's like living on narrow. a boat. Yeah. <laughs> there's, no, there's nowhere to sit, much less work out and, and, and do yoga. or No, it any was, Pilates. it's just a
0: weird, it, 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 it's, it's endearingly weird. It's endearingly weird because she's dressed like she just came out of a Jane Fonda video. Right. Were they still doing she it? She should have just been naked. I mean, if it was me and it was my spot, I would have just been naked. Well, the kid was going to be there. I mean, but we didn't know that. Was well, uh, but she, she, didn't was she doing no. yoga when the kid showed up?
1: I don't know. Anyway. Maybe she's just got it mental issues. Who knows? Body, body I mean, shame. She's in Reno.
0: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. she's living in a trailer in Reno and doing what? Yoga.
1: Yoga. Yeah. So so uh, Annie ends up taking Nick to, to McCready's casino. By the way, I always love how they don't say when it's, when he's like, it's oh. casinos, they don't even bother naming anything. It's for couple, not, for a couple of reasons. But
0: isn't it called Heralds? And it's written like Harris.
1: Do they see it?
0: Do you actually see that? You see it on the taxi when uh, later on when um, Frank and Nick get out of the cab. Oh, okay. Right? And, they're, and the, the Harris thing, but it says Harold's. And I'm like, is that supposed to be McCready? <laughs>
1: Does he, is he Harold? Well, because you, you're already doing. McCready Heralds. Right? You're already doing that whole thing. You're already like. You're already biting on something. It's like having a Coke logo and have it saying Coke. Yeah. You know, it's totally. a K-O. K O. Cola. Yeah, Corona Cola.
0: <laughs> colon Cola.
1: Colon Cola. Corona Cola.
0: <laughs> Ooh, what is it? What is, what is, colon Cola is a whole different That's a term for the runs.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey, baby, I got the Colon Cola. I ain't coming tonight. <laughs> that gets special enema. Ooh! I like the high fructose corn syrup. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, so that's where they find Frank, and Frank's making drugs. Yeah, man, doing some bad stuff. Bad stuff, and he, and then he goes. Nick walks in and goes. Frank, he's like so focused on what he's doing. He's like, ah, I'm busy. What the fuck do you want? I'm busy making crack, meth. <laughs> Who is it? And then he, and he comes walking around, and he looks, and he takes a moment to adjust, and he goes, oh, Holy shit! Nick, it's Nick, is Frank, you? Frank, Nick, Nick, is that you? I left you for dead. Are you here to kill me? Yes. I love <laughs> all how
0: that's going across his face. I
1: love how he doesn't make any kind of reference. Like, wait, are you blind? Right. <laughs> he never He never comments about it. Nope. He's just kind of like, doesn't matter because he walks up and he's kind of, you know, looking off to the, you know, to the Northern stars while he's talking to him. He doesn't notice the fact he's not looking right at him. Right. It's weird. Anyway, so the other <laughs> exchange, I'm like, "Yeah, you left me for dead, you fucking piece of shit." Now they don't get into that. They. Thank
0: God, because you know it, the, the movie would have gone on for another half hour had they had to have that moment. Right. I was kind of
1: relieved that he wasn't like, right? He didn't come here to kill him, right? Because that would have been the best if them just like cut the throat of Billy like right in front of him, <laughs> or, he gets,
0: or he just cut Frank's head off and handed it to Billy and
1: walked yeah. out. This is what your father did,
0: and then just threw the drugs everywhere.
1: <laughs> you might want to take some of that. <laughs> you know, you're gonna have a lifetime of even needing to numb your feelings. Have some Lick-A-Made, kid. <laughs> Look. <laughs> 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 mm.
0: Some blue oh, pop rocks. Get the, the, the lickum sticks, man. <laughs> ah, my tongue's blue. I'm high. Get me out of here. Take uh, that
1: lickum sticks. Lickum sticks. Oh, jeez, lickums. I miss lickum sticks. It was like it was always so make ridic- your tongue bleed. It was always so ridiculous to get that because all it was just pixie. It was yep, pixie sticks. Pixie sticks a, inside with the with uh, yeah. the with the flavorless. And
0: tell me your tongue didn't bleed every time. I just would just. It's like sandpaper. Yeah.
1: God. It's good. Oh, Between that and Pop Rocks, dude.
0: Yeah, right. Hey, you ever drink Pop Rocks with Coke? My friend died. <laughs> Pepsi. Yeah, man. My the friend Pepsi. died. Yeah, I'm sure he did.
1: Again. No, no. He died, yeah. died like once a month. He once died from just, a Twinkie overdose. And then, and then it turned into uh, the, the life cereal Mikey. Yeah. I know, was he was he, dead. He's dead. Yeah,
0: he died eating Pop Rocks after he had breakfast.
1: Falls he under likes those, it. One of those urban legends right there. Yeah,
0: totally. And at one point it was like Messy Marvin. Yeah, you're
1: fucking making me add a do. We were doing so good.
0: Oh, oh stop. Okay, okay, well, let's kill <laughs> stop. stop there. Okay, so like, yeah, yeah, they're all like, they're all reunited. Hey, it's great. Let's get out of here, man.
1: Come on. And and what happens? Are the hoods show up again?
0: Oh God, I forgot. What yeah. about the big fat hood with the 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 guy who kind of looks like Vigo from Ghostbusters? And he cuts his eyebrows off. Oh, yeah. That guy has some of the best lines in this movie. Dude,
1: yeah. You know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of Porky. That's
0: what I was going to (laughs) say. I thought it was Porky at first. And then, but he has the best line when he's, when him and the other two, the one, and the two stuntmen, and the one guy looks like a Samoan wrestler from like, like the Tongan kid's uncle. (laughs) Right. Right. Remember when there was three of them? Right. So, but he has the best line. When he says to room service, send me up some roast chicken and chocolate pudding. Right. And it's just like a throwaway line. And then the elevator shots. It's so stupid.
1: But it's such a great line. The, this is one of those weird casinos that you saw a lot in movies back th- back in the day in the 70s. And you see it in. It's kind of in Back to the heat. Future, too. You see it in Heat um, with. Uh, like when they go to Biff's with, office. With, no. Well, yeah, yeah. But Heat uh, with uh, Burt Reynolds. Yes, the elevator goes up and it opens to the penthouse. Right, that's what he says. I'm going up to the penthouse. Going to the penthouse. Ah. Send me up some roast
0: chicken and chocolate (laughs) puddings. All right, Porky.
1: (laughs) Are you fucking (laughs) kids? I wish it had been Porky. That would do. That would have been the best. I'm like, oh, good. Look, he's still working. I think he's dead. Porky Three. I think he died. Well, I think he had a heart
0: attack. (laughs) I wonder why. (laughs) Because he was he eating nothing but pork, eating, eating
1: chicken and pork chocolate eat, pudding.
0: Chicken and chocolate pudding will get you every time, <laughs> right? So now he's sitting up there behind his desk. But I don't know. I'm never sure who that guy is. He's just like a second banana, or he's like the head of the. He's the head of. Uh, he, Willingham's. I, I, uh, I think he
1: runs the. I think he runs the casino. He runs. The, he's like the
0: pit boss. Yeah, yeah. For the whole thing.
1: While this is happening, too. Colleen, uh, they go back to Colleen's place. Uh, uh, Annie goes back to Colleen's to to retrieve Billy, and he she finds Colleen dead. Dead from yoga. She's she's working out too hard.
0: (laughs) Had an aneurysm with her leg behind her her head.
1: (laughs) It's just and she just flipped out her jugular vein, just like just just opened up,
0: just bleeding out. We yoga accidents happen all the time. It's weird.
1: Here's something else I was thinking about, and I'm pretty sure she hurt. She did have her her throat slit, didn't she? Yeah, she's yeah. So so. It's a, it's a, I don't know. I don't think I'm wrong about this. It's, I think it's a little foreshadowing to the final fight. I think that person was killed. I think Colleen was killed by the, that thing that's coming up.
0: Yeah. And no, no, totally. He, that yeah. And they sent because, him. Because there's
1: no knives. Right. No and swords the trailer's
0: and, not destroyed. Nope. There's no
1: evidence. No. It, it,
0: and dude, That's the moment I was waiting for from the beginning when I was a kid, from the first credit. Yeah. Where I saw his name.
1: Yes. We will get there.
0: But this is the, the while she's gone r- retrieving Billy, who's not there. This is where Hat Rutger goes up into into Porky's office. He's going to call him Porky because I don't know his real name, right? And uh, they're having that interchange, and he's like, "Oh, hey, blind man," da, 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 and you know, and he says something, and then Porky says, "F Errol Flynn." <laughs> you know what that means, <laughs> dude? F O. Errol Flynn. See another great line. Yes, from this secondary character maybe the best two lines in the movie and just the fact that he called him errol flynn
1: yeah that's pretty great
0: well it's also a joke that would be lost on most people today because nobody knows anything about sword fighting or who errol flynn is
1: right and then also too people go what does fo mean totally
0: (laughs) fo man what is fo? it's a movie's rated r so just say fuck off no but i think it's funny saying that i do david fincher says fo all the time really fo man really yep oh how do i know I mean,
1: anyway. If only he said FO more during Alien 3. FO, man. <laughs>
0: FO. FO hope. This is all leading up to the uh, this is where he go oh, do where he cuts off the dude's eyebrows is the best. <laughs> yeah,
1: and Porky grabs his eyebrows. <laughs> Just well, you, you you don't even see cuz they show the close up first and you're like going, "What do you? What do he do? I don't see I don't see blood." And you're like, "Wait, is that some weird makeup job on his eyebrows? And then he looks down, and, and they're perfectly uh, symmetric with how they fell off his face. Yeah, he, the makeup girl just threw him down on the desk. Because <laughs> he fell, because he all fell, like, perfectly in line. like, oh, because if you know if it would have just showed yeah, the shavings, totally. you, like, you wouldn't know what the hell he it was. Yeah, you had to do it that way.
0: It's it, it wouldn't have read otherwise. And I thought it was funny. It's a good side gag too.
1: I've done enough sharpening of knives to where I've kind of, like, just tested it. and oh, yeah, of doing you it shave cr- your hair on and your and, t- and, and it goes everywhere. Yeah, so whatever. Eh, that's cool. I'm not, but I wasn't, but your shooting, knives are I wasn't never wasn't, as sharp as that samurai sword. I wasn't shooting a movie either. Right. Yeah.
0: And you weren't putting uh mustache wax in your eyebrows. <laughs> so ridiculous. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. They're great though. I mean, uh, so yes, yeah, So now, now it's getting cold. We're getting close to the big showdown, right? Like uh, now we know that the two idiots are back with, uh, Oh, and there's a whole, the whole, now it turns into a wacky kind of chase through the, the hotel it's the two tuxedoed uh, bodyguards, the the Pacific Islander
1: guy. And oh the, yeah, and the guys the, that were the guys were watching over the elevator after Homeboy after Porky went upstairs to have his chicken and chocolate pudding. Correct. Oh <laughs> <laughs> my like, wait, when they, Hey, don't they have a job to do? Are they still why aren't they the, bringing the food up? Well, aren't they at the elevator anymore? Yeah, I don't That's know. their job—is to bodyguard for his ass, right? Yeah, because Porky can't do anything but eating shit.
0: But remember, Nick went up. Uh, Nick pretended to be a waiter. Ooh. That's they caught him. They brought him in. That's where he cut off his eyebrows. That's where they, now they, now they've got him. They've got Nick. Yeah. Now they're down in the uh, basement and there's like 30 killers show up and they're surrounded him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's after the hijinks in the elevator where he's got uh, Casavetes and Overton and the two wrestlers are stuck in the elevator and he's like short circuited it because they don't show up to the party in the uh, basement. It's just Porky and a bunch of other dudes. There's a bunch of like, you know what I'm going to do to you now, blind man? I'm going to make you eat some chocolate pudding. Recycled. (laughs) (laughs) It's used. Use your imagination. She's with Billy.
1: Annie Annie got picked up with Billy. Right. Fuck, man. That's
0: where Nick and Frank come back in the taxi. Right. And the cab that says Harold's.
1: What right? One of the things they grabbed too, uh, Frank grabbed before they left was all the, drug, all they, the they drugs. All the
0: And they lit the place on fire. Yep. So now they're back for the big showdown.
1: They get the call, right? Yeah. Then they gotta go. I got your kid. They gotta to go to the resort, which they mentioned earlier. Right. Uh, ski resort. Ski resort. It's a ski resort. So they do this ridiculous Matterhorn, fucking.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. It's like it looks like. Uh, it's like honor, Majesty's secret service.
1: Yes. Right? That's exactly what I thought when it happened. I'm like, oh, shit, we're all about this, man. We're going to make a bond reference. I know it.
0: Yeah, totally. I was, I, when I saw it, I was like, oh, my God, where's Telly Savalas?
1: Yes. That was my first thought. <laughs> like he's back in Reno. He's in Reno.
0: <laughs> That's where Blofeld hangs making, out Making, he's not
1: bonding. Yeah, making gambling commercials for... Hey! Hey, hey you want to be a good blackjack hey, player? Hey, sweetheart! <laughs> come, come right. Yeah! I'm Telly. Well, they know it's they know they're fucked. They know they're walking into an ambush. Yeah, rush. man. So what do they do? Make some homemade napalm. Yeah,
0: dude. Come on, it's like Rambo. It's like another montage, right? We get another. This is na- and now mini we montage. do. We get a mini montage, but we do get music this time. Yes, some score because <sharpetting> now we guitar and bass. Because baseline. we're leading
1: into the third act. We yes. got it. We got to. We got to pump up. it up. Yep. So even though I mentioned how great it is that montage that we usually get at at that point, we and we only got one at the beginning. We do get a second one. But this is a proper montage as far as the 80s goes.
0: Yeah, this is a total 80s montage. montage. This is just like the one in American Anthem. Right. So, montaging.
1: Montaging. Making napalm <laughs> Making <laughs> napalm and all kinds of crazy And I, and and I, and crazy I love shit. it, too, because they say it. They go, <laughs> what they're doing, how do they make it. Oh, yeah. And I'm they, telling you. They show that not only is he not there to kill Frank, they're they're making the bombs, and he makes a comment. And goes, he make. You were always good at this. And he says he makes a comment of of the ingredients they're using, and then he goes, and he goes, and some dishwashing detergent.
0: Yeah, man, they're telling you how to make napalm. Yeah.
1: So kids, pay attention. Cause, yeah, because you know what, it's always important. Liquid make. soap and gasoline. By the way, I want to make a point. When a napalm is used, <laughs> that's not very napalmy. Because <laughs> you know what it does is the liquid the dish soap makes it stick to you. Yeah, but they don't. It just all it's doing is exploding like Molotov cocktails in this.
0: Right, but I'm saying if it does splatter, it will, it will land on you and continue to burn. As where like if it was just gasoline, yeah. it would go out. But yeah, anyway, because you can't wash it off. <laughs> Soap, it's burning. <laughs> <laughs> you smell something? Ooh, you smell good on fire.
1: <laughs> gondola. Yeah. gondola, gondola, gondola. God, the sky gondola. <laughs> the, sky gondola. the gondola stops at its base at the top of the mountain and then they're slagging all of his henchmen just, er, just unloading shotguns, handguns, rifles, AK-47. assault rifles. Just... No, way! I'm sorry. They got Uzis. Spraying glass everywhere shooting the shit out of this this gondola. The whole time he's beating, just blowing it up on thinking, how are they getting out of there? Yeah. Because they destroyed it and they go and look inside of it and they look at their, there's a trap door because... They escaped. Nick and and Frank wandered off. Old soldiers, man. An old man who's been held captive, deprived of food, all of a sudden has energy enough to run and get away with his blind friend. (laughs) Right. Just follow me. (laughs) I'm not making fun of it in the movie. I'm just, just, just thoughts now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. No, no, no. Totally. I mean, it didn't bother me when I was watching it. I was like, this is badass.
1: So they get in there and then they make quick work of McCready's other henchmen. Just- Taking care of business. Yeah, they just because well, they, they all stand in a circle and shoot each other right. in the dark. Right, and that makes it super easy for them. There's a great moment, too, where, a good their, moment. where they're making them shoot the other guy. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah, totally. Frank yeah, that, pulls the plug. Teamwork, man. They're team, working together. Teamwork. Teamwork. Just <laughs> like in Vietnam, but that didn't end well. Just he,
0: like in Vietnam, man. Hey. Teamwork.
1: When you get left behind. I wonder if that comes back up and play again. I don't know. Mm. 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 They get there and they find Billy and Annie being held at gunpoint. Hey, look, Annie's not dead yet. No, that's good. Thank God. You know, because I mean, she's they, a bright spot in this whole story. Right. You didn't have to kill them both, though. But you could have didn't. But you didn't need them both. Right. Yeah. I guess you could have. You could use one for a prop.
0: Yep. Who knows what? Yeah. Because yeah. once you put a hole in one of them, right? You kill one of them, you, then people start listening. You start putting bullets in people, and people listen. Right. And you,
1: and they would have done it out of order too. They would have shot her first. Yeah, totally. When he's just like. Hey, I am going to put a bullet in this kid. Hey, you know what? No, you're not. You know, I have sex with her. I haven't seen this kid in eight years. <laughs> yeah,
0: totally. Go ahead, shoot him. I don't. I don't know who he is. I left him with my wife. She's so you, dead, right?
1: And now you can't kill him. You can't kill her because now I'm just going to be like, "Oh, what are you doing?" But he had a change of heart. He did have a change of heart.
0: He saw his dead wife in that kid. <laughs> And realize what a bastard he'd been because nick came back and
1: <laughs> except for billy doesn't have those glowing eyes nah, 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 nah. well who shows up something we haven't oh seen man yet.
0: dude this is what i've been waiting for like since like i've been waiting about 80 minutes for this to show up yeah we is who we
1: assume is colleen's killer yep who is it come on tell me i want oh, this is yours freddie it's show man yes show kasugi shows up and he's Ready to, dude, ready
0: to throw down, throw down, and and Noble Willingham's like, I paid a lot of money for this. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> just steps back, and now it's Ninja versus Nick.
1: Yeah, and then they start they're going at it, dude.
0: They're just- great. great. It's a
1: great fight
0: in a weird like gym. Building.
1: Yeah, yeah, really, really weird uh, location. Um, for this gym to be at at the top at the top of this mountain. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, well, hey, man, I guess it's a part of the, you know, when you're paying to stay, you want to work out. I don't
1: uh, know. Who knows? But yeah, I mean, they're fighting. It's a nice set piece. Yeah, and they get, and then Nick gets close enough to put his hands on Show's face. And he says, he goes, Japanese. <laughs> Japanese.
0: Eh? <laughs> Dude, it's so like that, that, that was, it, it made me laugh out loud. But like, you know, now somebody would be offended by it.
1: Well, yeah. And it was funny, too, because when it happened and I thought it was a great, nod to the fact that hollywood is notorious for casting any asian yep in a as a, in, a, in a generic form correct you'll know, those those in the movie they'll say they're chinese or they're japanese or the korean but they're always so general with it right i thought that was great that the blind man put his hand on his face and recognized he was japanese yeah I thought no, that no. was great totally an epic sword fight, and it's really good. And at that time, too, you were getting a lot of samurai movies, The End of the Ninjas and oh yeah, Return of the Ninja. American Ninja. American Ninja. It, it, you were getting a lot of that. It was a thing that was big in the 80s. Yeah. There's nothing else more to say about this because on the page with this fight probably would be like two lines of action. Yeah. And it's because it, they just go. And this is a wonderfully choreographed, and it's just they stay wide when they need to, and it looks good, and they do a great job. There's a, I was surprised. There's times I'm like, oh, man, look at that awful hair that Rucker Stanton has. And I'm like, and they move. I'm like, oh, it's him. It's Rucker. He did a lot of his own stuff in this, yeah. man, and it was really, he definitely had a serious amount of training going into this because he handled the sword so well. well
0: I mean, he trained every morning at four thirty. Apparently, yeah. for seven weeks, and then they—the whole show, the part where they brought in show was like, that was a separate thing. They shot it for a week.
1: Wow, it shows because yeah. it works really well. Yeah, I mean,
0: dude, he, I there was never a moment where I didn't buy him doing anything with that sword. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I mean, I mean, Rucker. I mean, right?
1: They're they're going at it. At one point, this I think it's a lighting fixture or something. It's a heat in, lamp. Heat lamp falls yep. into it. Like a, a tanning bed lamp. Yeah, it falls into the spa. Again. It cuts it's, it. And, um, and, now your, and then th- the water is
0: electric.
1: And you know one of the two of them is going to end up in it. Somebody's going in. Someone's going in. Well, it's called Blind Fury. Not, so you know not, it ain't
0: going to be Rucker Howard. <laughs> Nick, Nick Parker ain't going into that water. <laughs>
1: Let's just say he dispatches the big bad, and then he's moving on. Well, the mini big bad, because there's one more big bad left. Yeah, man, we haven't seen him for a while. Because slag is still around, man. And slag shoots Nick in the shoulder. Oh my god! Oh, in man. the back. So he's in the well, back of the shoulder. Yeah, chicken he, shit. Am like you fucking douche? I mean, you're already fighting. You're already. You're and Nick has lost dirty. his sword. Yeah, and he's and because oh, he throws his sword at him. No, no, nope. he lose.
0: He's lost his sword. The kid goes to throw his sword to
1: him, but the Billy gets then. <laughs> Billy gets the sword. He and he, goes, it to Nick, and Nick he goes catch, Nick catch. And of course, he doesn't because he's blind. And
0: he goes right into the <laughs> fucking electric-fied water. Yeah, takes the sword out of uh, uh yeah, hand. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cuts, he cuts him. him in half. Cuts him and he falls out the window as he, as he goes Ooh. out the window.
1: And by the way, fucking dude, that. L- Again, 1989, that looks so good, yeah, dude. Yeah, totally. Because like, wait, did he cut him in half? Oh, and then these seem separate. I'm telling you, there's no way that George Lucas didn't steal that shit for Darth Maul and Phantom Menace. Oh, 100%. No way he didn't steal that. Because he even falls to the right the same way and he splits at the same oh, yeah. point. No way he didn't steal that shit. 'Cause come on, dude. lightsabers, samurais. What's where's he always taking the lightsabers from? Samurai. Always. So dude, I, I don't buy for one second that he didn't bite that. So anybody that thinks about how rad that whole fight sequence is in Phantom Menace about being the best part of the movie, and I agree it is, but dude he stolen from Blind Fury. Stolen from Blind Fury. That's fine. That's George Lucas's track history, right? Yeah, man. I'm gonna steal from Japanese filmmakers. And I'm gonna steal that's what from, I do. I'm
0: gonna steal from uh, Australian filmmakers who make movies about samurais. That too. That's who I am.
1: Uh, yeah, man.
0: So like, look now, Noble Willingham and uh, and our buddy Frank are fighting on the floor over a shotgun. He gets the shotgun. He wins.
1: McCready, man, he's 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 just one of those guys. who's incapable of doing anything. Yeah, that's why he has all these henchmen. He's these
0: lame henchmen. Yeah, and all these guys who <laughs> they just look like a bunch of out of shape dudes from uh uh you know it's back again. It's when all henchmen didn't have to be like you know, fucking <laughs> MMA fighters. Right. Or built like, you know, parkour guys.
1: Parkour. <laughs> yeah. You know? So we, we didn't, we get to our sweet friendly music at the end. Right. Yeah, nah, nah, We're like, yeah. oh, things are ending, and they're at the bus station. Right. They're and all
0: right- at the bus terminal, which is weird.
1: <laughs> right. <laughs> well, let's take a bus out of Reno. <laughs> <laughs> they're going to San Francisco. Yep. They're in line to board the bus. Now boarding Carmichael, <laughs> Sacramento. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go to Alcatraz. I want to see Alcatraz.
0: <laughs> all right, all right. Now suddenly, like he's like dad of the year. He's like got Billy and right. Uh, and him and Billy <laughs> and Lisa are gonna head off to San Francisco. Have, and and then Nick then, too. And Nick's,
1: Nick's in line. And, and then they, He's getting this look on his face and keep cutting back and forth between the, the the bus window and Nick and his hand and his face. And he drops his ticket. And he turns and walks away, and then Billy goes, Nick, Uncle Nick, where are you going? Chases him off the bus. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't go very far, dude. He's blind. Yeah, he's just walking, just just walking. And he's, where are you going? I go. Well, know, you know, he never he's finds going him alone, Billy. He goes. He never finds him though, does he? Yeah, he finds Billy. Finds. Oh Nick. no. Well, yeah, yeah, but yeah. Le- but no. When he keeps running around looking for him, though.
0: No, he finds him No, no he has when he's, the moment, and then his dad comes, and no, he, he's like, Bill, you've got to go with your father. It's a thing to do.
1: Yeah, but then he but he still runs and looks for him. I'm a loner, Dottie.
0: Oh, a rebel.
1: <laughs> no, because he, the whole bridge thing. He chases him. He does find him, though. I know, but I'm saying he's, he's he doesn't have that conversation with him. Remember, he throws his... His clay thing he throws off the about side. the thing yes he yeah and he, he goes he chases oh. him he never finds him but you never you never see that No. now there's the again we forgot it <laughs> to mention it earlier but that's when his first
0: meeting with Billy is like the dinosaur flies out the window
1: yeah dies it flies out the window and that's how he that's its just to throw back to that but also there's a, a moment that is foreshadowed earlier in the movie about Billy when Billy's crying about his mom right. And he goes, you know, why don't you cry? He's like, well, a part of my body and part of my head doesn't work like that anymore. And yeah, my tear ducts don't work. Well, so at this point where Billy's trying to find Frank, so I'm trying to find Nick. <laughs> He's down below his bridge while Billy's up up, up, up on top. Uncle, Uncle Nick. Nick! He's like, I'm going to miss you, Uncle Nick. And that whole bit, right? And Uncle then Nick. and then they tell him, he'd he make, make a camera move as well as Rucker turning. And you see a tear running down his cheek. Oh. He, can, he, 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 could, can he cry. couldn't cry, but now he can. He had nothing to cry for before. Right. Because he was on a mission to kill Frank. He was dead inside. <laughs> he was. He was dead inside. He was dead inside. He had a hard heart.
0: But it was changed
1: over what the course thought, of the last few days. What a thought from all that jungle food he was eating.
0: Yeah, man. Nobody, nobody cries in the jungle.
1: That's why he was so stoked about having that barbacoa at that yeah, bar. Yeah, man, that's
0: why it was so good. He didn't care about that. Huts, like, bring it on! Oh my bring gosh, hot sauce! This isn't water buffalo. What? Thank <laughs> God! God. <laughs> I can't eat any more of that water buffalo. Good <laughs> lord! Whew. Colonel Kurtz and all. Then it showed it, you know they back on the bus and Billy they, and, and they his father lead.
1: reunited. And then Nick, they show Nick, you know, wandering, doing, wandering, holding the dinosaur. And it was arm in a sling because you know, he was hand. shot. <laughs> Dinosaur in the other. He just kind of wanders off. He off.
0: Da, da, da. He's kind of wandering off the road, up the road.
1: Yep. In Reno. <laughs> in Reno. I'm sorry, man. I, I, I don't know about you, but I would at least would have gotten on the bus that got me to San Francisco. You already had the, had the ticket. And yeah, I, I, I mean, got to think walking in Reno is going to be worse than walking in San Francisco.
0: How does he know he's blind? Huh? He doesn't know he's blind. He doesn't know the difference. I, mean, I know, but there's more
1: people there. And you can, there, uh, who well, he, I, mean, I don't
0: think he's a people person. <laughs>
1: no, I'm gonna say he's a loner. He Dotty, and it's funny because you know you're making the jokes about uh, about man. Was he really trying to kill him? Or was he gonna kill him? You didn't know until that moment. But I'm wondering, like maybe he was a maybe he was gonna kill him. I think he was gonna because kill why him. Would he, no, why would he? already bail.
0: I think he was gonna kill him. Yeah, he needed answers. He wanted to hear
1: it from Frank. Yeah. He's like, I know what you did. You fucking left me out there. You left me. And that, and, again, and we kind of. Explosives kinda, expert. We kind of scrolled over it too, but there was a moment where, where Frank and Nick are kind of like battling together and stuff. And then <laughs> Frank bails on him again. Yeah. He's like, oh, didn't just like no, <laughs> And then he's having flashbacks. <laughs> right? And we get
0: flashbacks to where like young Frank is like throwing firecrackers at the rest of the platoon. Because <laughs> so he's rough. a dick.
1: Oh my gosh. That's blind fury. Yeah, man. That's good times. It is. Good fun. Blind Fury is so good. You're gonna have a hard time finding it anywhere. It's tough. It's. I think you can get a two pack of the DVD. It's that. It's and that and
0: uh, what is on the other DVD? It's God. something, and it's got the weird
1: cover too. Yeah, it's, it's like a split goofy. double feature cover. Um, Maybe it's Split Second. No, no, no. I would remember. It's not that.
0: another Rucker Howard movie. I don't think. I think it's another like type movie. It might be Bird on a Wire. Oh it's another tristar movie. No,
1: I would have I would have bet money that it was. Anyway, it's available on iTunes. You can buy the Blu-ray from Shock Cinema. Yeah. It's on like 17, 18 bucks if you want to buy it. It's on like $10 or something like that if you bought digital. Oh, by the way, so check that out. The the, the uh but neither one of those the, are in letterbox. The cinema cult release is only $12.96 on Blu-ray. So how about that action? So here's a couple things.
0: Tim Matheson is a person who brought this to screen. He was introduced to Daniel Grodnick, and he was interested in producing and Grodnik said, Hey man, why don't you just come on a movie with me? I'll make you producer. So uh, Matheson basically screened Zatachi Challenged and they developed it as an American remake. And wow. that's how it sort of became to be. Yeah, weird, right? Yeah. I wouldn't I didn't I never knew that Tim Matheson was involved in it at all. Wouldn't And I, I was it. like, wow, how bizarre.
1: It's funny that it um, misses an name during the credits. I didn't catch it.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Like, also, I mean, the funny thing about the taglines, <laughs> I think, are the only thing. The original tagline was "He don't need no dog," and "Pray you see him before he hears you." Was the original tagline? Wow! And then I think the main tag, the tagline that stuck was "He may be blind, but he don't need a dog." <laughs> yeah,
1: that sounds all too familiar.
0: A little too weird, right? Which
1: is, which again, which is funny because he had that doggy moment with the alligator. Yeah, yeah,
0: it's <laughs> funny because uh, I had worked, I worked on a movie long ago that Tim Matheson directed. At, it was after this, but it was probably like '93. But it was called Code of Misconduct, I think, with Peter Coyote and That's Courtney thorne Smith.
1: Courtney thorne Smith. It was made for USA. Oswald came for a visit. Hello, What's Oswald. What's up, Hello, Oswald? Hello, Oswald. I Haney. Hello. Mario, there you go. <laughs> So if you want to follow us on social media, you can follow Corey at Corey Cope. Damn, I did it again. I got my nail two times before, and now I'm fucking it up. Okay, you want to- Frank. Frank. <laughs> Frank, Lynn. If you want to follow us on social media, follow Corey on Twitter at Corey Cope, or at the official at Karate Pod. or if you want to follow us on Patreon and support us that way, you can follow us there at patreon.com slash KITG podcast. KITG podcast.
0: If you want to follow Freddie, you can follow me at Raven Shattuck on Twitter, or you can follow me at Rock and Roll of Thirty Three on your Instagram. I
1: think you can find us on Letterboxd, too. I'm on Corey is on is that Geek E N G underscore Corey, so it's G E E K underscore E N G Corey. You can find Freddie hiding under the name Tom Cody. I, if you find one of us, you can find the other one.